get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Very excited to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by our friend and the managing editor for BetSided. He is Ben Heisler joining us here on the show. Heis, what's going on, man? BK, welcome back, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing very well. I feel refreshed. I feel very married, so I appreciate you hopping on with us today, man. <laughs> Heis's body feels refreshed, too, after the trip home. I, I would imagine, listen, no, just a, a word of advice, BK, I, I know you said it in all the right forms, uh, but the term and the expression, I feel very married, typically doesn't happen right after a wedding. It's usually like <laughs> 5, 10, 20 years down the road. But I, I admire for using, I admire you using it, the expression in the actual ideal time to say it. No, I, I, I think it, I think it works there. I, I actually don't, I don't take that back at all. I think it's the exact right no, way to embrace be. it. Run off, <laughs> run off with it. That's where we, what we've got, man. All right. So let's talk a little bit about this slate this weekend, because Heiss, I don't know who's playing. Like, I, I don't know who's actually going to be taking the field. I see what the teams are that they say in front of me on ESPN.com. I legitimately don't know who, like, half the starting quarterbacks are going to be this week. I don't know who's going to be playing pass catcher for the Chiefs this weekend. How the hell am I supposed to bet or play fantasy this weekend when I don't know who's going to be taking the field with all of these COVID cases? Yeah, very legitimate question. And I think you're in the same boat as a lot of betters. It's part of the reason why you bet the number as opposed to the team, because even if guys are, I'll give you a perfect example for this, a game that nobody is probably going to watch this week is Jacksonville on the road against the New York Jets. Okay. The Jets have their head coach and 15 other players on the COVID protocol. They were currently two point favorites at the start of the week over Jacksonville. After the news came out, those 15 players were out and their head coach. You want to know how much the line moved? One point. One point. So what that tells you is that even with that many guys missing and the possibility of them possibly fielding together a makeshift team, even Vegas was like, yeah, they're still really bad, and Jacksonville's even worse, even with a third of their team missing. So you're you're exactly in the same place that all of us are in. I, I would say from a betting perspective, unless the number feels like it's just you're on the right side regardless of what the COVID protocol situation is likely going to be, and you also have enough time and know whether or not some of these players are vaccinated, because that's that changes the dynamic of these situations, too. Guys are going to be able to come back a lot easier. There's 
uh, less of a guarantee that they're going to miss these games. If the number is right, then go ahead and jump on it early because you know there's going to be an overreaction likely from the betting public. Otherwise, it's more advantageous when you're setting your lineups just to have options available. If you've been hanging on to sort of that high upside guy who hasn't delivered the high upside on your fantasy team, uh, you can go ahead and move on from them because we've seen enough of a sample to indicate what they're likely going to do at this point. It's about volume. It's about opportunity, especially in the fantasy playoffs. Go with the guys that you know are going to play as opposed to the guys that may be able to get you there if they get the right opportunity set up for them. So BK, make sure you pick up the Detroit Lions backup quarterback for this week for your quarterback. Make sure you got that ready to go in this one. Heis, in terms of individual games and matchups, the one that I'm looking at is the one that's actually on the slate for tonight. You got San Francisco at Tennessee, and again, like BK mentioned, I have no idea who's playing and who's not playing in this one, but this seems to be probably one of the closer matchups for this week, especially when you're looking at two teams that are in the playoffs but trying to make sure that they stay in the playoffs. Yeah, and two potential dark horse teams in the playoffs, too, especially if the Titans are able to get Derrick Henry back at the end of the regular season. There's been some reports as to whether or not he can come back in Week 18, and for the Titans, that's a very opportunistic matchup for them. They're against the Houston Texans, um, and it's a great opportunity that normally you wouldn't be playing Derrick Henry in that type of game leading into a postseason. But if you can get him a little bit of, of run and, and get him back into the rhythm, that's somebody that can really help with their offense out. Uh, it, it, it's been in a completely different direction since he's left. And granted, Deontay Foreman has been very good in two of the last three games, but the Titans just aren't taking opportunities and chances downfield. Um, you know, they're averaging less than, less than around four yards per play over the last several weeks. That That's not going to get it done when you're a team that is about ground control time of possession, opening up play action for Ryan Tannehill. And the matchup against the 49ers, I I think, is a little bit intriguing. The line is currently 49ers minus three on the road. Uh, Their offense has looked substantially better, which makes sense because George Kittle is back and 100% healthy. Um, Even though their their running back situation has kind of been a a bit of musical chairs, Jeff Wilson can still hold it down. They're using Debo Samuel in a wide variety of creative ways. They're using him as a runner. Uh, And Jimmy Garoppolo is actually taking some shots downfield. He's leading the league in yards per completion. So while it feels like the 49ers are the right play and the hot play, I think Tennessee knows that there needs to be a little bit more of a sense of urgency because the Colts are coming in that division. So if you got the line at Titans plus three and a half, I think getting that hook at home is an ideal spot for you to be in, considering that they're going to run on San Francisco, and I think they're going to be effective in that form. But now that the line is starting to tick back the other way, you might be able to get some value on the 49ers. I still think the Titans can win at home tonight uh, in a short week, and the 49ers traveling out to the East Coast, but it's going to be a close and I think a fairly compelling game tonight. Ben Heisler is our guest. He's the managing editor over at Betside, and you can follow him on Twitter. You should do so at Benny Heis, H-E-I-S. All right, Ben, as I look to, to uh, Saturday night's game, it's a really good one between the Colts, or it should be at least, Colts and the Cardinals. Vegas has this as a one-point line for the Cardinals at home. Uh, given the way that they typically do this, that, that means Vegas views Indianapolis as a slightly better team than Arizona because you normally get two to three points as a home favorite, and Arizona is only a one-point home favorite. Do you view Indy as a slightly better team at this point than Arizona? At, at this point, I do, um, and, I, and I think the key stat in this matchup is Jonathan Taylor, right? If Jonathan Taylor rushes for over 80 yards, uh, the Indianapolis Colts are 14-1 and one during his time there. That's fairly remarkable. The only loss that they have was that 38-31 game to New England where I think he rushed for 83 yards 
and they ended up losing very late at the end. But I, I think the problem is that the, the Colts can occasionally be a bit one-dimensional, and even if Taylor starts to go off, you're still going to have to make some plays from Carson Wentz. He's shown the ability to do that this year. He's had a fairly solid season, albeit a bit inconsistent. But the Colts are playing the type of football that you want to see out of them right now. And Arizona is starting to trend back in that direction where they are a bad second-half team and they look lackadaisical and unfocused and making a lot of mistakes that we thought that they had gotten over, especially in the first half of this year. I think a standalone game for them is actually kind of important right now. I think they were flat-out embarrassed in that loss to Detroit. So I'm kind of looking at Arizona right now as a one-point favorite, thinking that there is a little bit of value there, particularly to take them uh, at that minus one number. I think both teams are going to score points in this game. And I think for Arizona, the key for them, and I'll steal this from from Bill Barnwell because I saw him on Van Pelt last night, and I agree with him, uh, they need to start scoring in the red zone. Last few weeks, they have given away points. They've turned the ball over. They've settled for field goals. That's not going to get it done against the dangerous Colts offense right now. If the Cardinals can get and be effective in the red zone, they're going to win this game against the Colts. And I think right now, especially with the way that the line is likely going to move, if you hold off on this game, I think there's a possibility you can get the Cardinals as an underdog at home. He's Ben Heisler. Check out his work over at BetSided and give him a follow on Twitter at Benny Heis. Heis, have a great uh, Christmas holiday, man. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. All right, guys. Happy holidays to all of you. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll talk next week.